Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Exciting and new. Go online. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce. Marrying someone you only met on your phone. Be they French or Chinese, a brand new K1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love. <laughs> it's reality, yes. Let's love. Y'all, we're going to go to the strip club. I love a good strip club. I love strippers. Not like, I don't like like strippers. I like strip clubs because those are like more fun. Y'all, I don't know I'm, why like she thinks that Mila is going to be like ruling our lives. I didn't have a baby to have like Mila like ruin my life. I am not <laughs> the smartest person in the room, but I am smart enough to know you should not take your wife who's been raising her baby by yourself <laughs> in the to baby's form of to a fucking strip well, club. I will say the way it was done, she he was trying to kind of like have fun. She actually, I think she was the one who suggested it. Um, no, but well, he, at least in the he, edit, he suggested it. He did oh, though. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I was wrong. Cause I thought that she, well, she was, she talked about, she talked about being a stripper for him. I think tonight. she talked about being, yeah. she, that's a much different thing of her no, to I be a stripper. I, I, she, I was miss. She said, "Maybe I will be a stripper." She's literally. She's saying, "Maybe I can be desirable to you." And Joey says, "No, let's go look at strangers. I don't let's even go know. Look at like, let's go look at strippers. Yeah, y'all. This is reality game. I love strippers. I love strip clubs. Who says that? <laughs> I will say, I do know couples who have gone to strip clubs together, and I think, I think Yara is a little, a little." I think they're not all places where guys just go to immediately jerk off after. I think there is also a culture, especially in Dallas, of men yeah. who go to strip clubs for like business stuff. And there is. I can't uh, believe I'm defending straight male culture. I'm not strip defending. Clubs. <laughs> I, I I wonder how popular that is now in the days of Me Too. Uh, that's a good question. 
So, um, but uh, there are men and women who go together. So, yeah. um, this is re- reality gays. Did you mention yeah. that? I think you I tried. did. Y'all, this is reality gays. Part two of episode part dose fourteen of season six. She's, she's a, a snake, snake in the grass. Snake. She's a she's a butter in the dairy mine. <laughs> Y'all, she's a rat in the butter churn. Rat in the butter churn. This is a good episode. This butter. Is really, we're gonna be if you're watching on the Intimate Portrait, we're releasing this to everyone on the um, Supercast. Sorry, Super Sissies, y'all don't get video. So everyone on Patreon is getting um, the video because we just didn't have time to do classless this week. So that's why you're seeing. So if welcome, welcome. We hi to people watching welcome. Poodle. Don't show some of your body parts. I, just I'm wave. Gonna, just stop ooh, it. Don't. No, ooh, stop it. Ooh. No one wants ooh, you to wanna see. You want to see the shoulders, y'all? Ooh. Ooh. Yes. Ooh. I'm gonna, I'll show you my, my side. That's not a sexy part of my body. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what ooh. that is. You want to see my knee? Ooh. Look at this see knee. My knee? Ooh. 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 Come at us <laughs> if your husband's into your knees, ladies. <laughs> Let us know. He's just, oh, Michael, I had a guy who was who was chocolate. really obsessed with my belly button. He was really, yeah, like to come in it. I was gonna say he came in your belly button, didn't he? That was one of his favorite things. And then do. he, then he licked it out and spit it on your face, didn't he? Wow, I just read you <laughs> for filth. I just turned red. <laughs> you did. He didn't spit it in my face though. He did get it out. Like it was yeah. this little sippy cup. We got it. We got it. <laughs> wow. What the wow. fuck? This, we just lost two people. Because um, the rest of you are still here because you <laughs> didn't no, The rest of them went hot. Hot. <laughs> Carl, I got an idea, Carl. She has learned so much about gay sex. Carl, I realize I got a new term, sippy cup. It's sexual, Carl. Shooter, um, shooter, go get, go get, go get the grandbaby sippy cup from the kitchen. Go get that. And show your daddy. <laughs> go get shooter, shooter. Go get it. Um, I I think it is funny that we one of the when we first started doing this, we had mostly women come out and say, "Thank you. For, I've I've learned so much about sex and more than I ever wanted to about the world of gay pornography." <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome, y'all. You know what? That's why it takes all kinds in this world, honey. It does. That's why my name's Matt Mar, aka Maddie, and my sex my sexologist in, with me is Poodle Boudreaux, aka Training. Jake. Jake Anthony. We're here. Poods. We're here I for you. I also answer to poods. We're here for your pleasure. Yes, your pleasure. I am, especially if your especially if your husband's hot. Yes, and remember, so- y'all, it's not cheating if it's with Poodle. <laughs> so if you, wow if you're in a live wow. show and i just grab your husband by the hand and say let's go, let's hit the head just know that i'll bring him back to you just just oh. good as new he'll just have <laughs> chlamydia <laughs> you may want to get him checked out seriously <laughs> yeah you may so. want to may want to get him like sucked through a silkwood shower yeah exactly uh, yeah Anyway, I think that's it. We talked about some. Not, we we're not going to go into it deeply. We just want to remind you, F Boy Islands dropped on HBO Max. That show's really fun. It's we really, really like it. The first yep. three episodes dropped. We recapped to episode one. <clears throat> we're going to hopefully put out another episode of that this coming weekend. Well, I guess by the time you are hearing this, hopefully the it'll second be already episodes out. already yep. dropped. 
um, that's on the free feed. So be sure to listen to that. Love is Blind after the altar is dropped as well. Yep. That's, that's going to be our gonna, $5 Patreon. Our Buy Curious is coming next month in August. We're going to push it a week just because we had so much stuff. Don't worry. We're going to do two Buy Curious episodes next month. In the month. And the first one, we can tell you, due to your polling efforts, and it barely edged it out, is My Unorthodox Life. I yes. am, however, going to talk a little bit about So Freaking Cheap, mostly because I want to talk about that crazy bee who wanted to have her daughter's wedding for $750. And yeah, how they have so. gotten free food wherever they've went. And how she tried to have her daughter wear her other daughter's dress that had rat poop on it. <laughs> wow. No, it's fucking pathological. Like, I, I want to punch this woman. Um, everybody's telling me I need to watch White Lotus. I've heard like seven people tell me that. that I need to start it. I, what is, it, what is just, that show about? It's on HBO Max. I don't oh, really is. know. People, Connie Britton is in it, and I'll watch anything Connie Britton is in. Oh, I've never seen anything with her in it. <gasps> She's amazing. You never Did saw you watch- American Horror Story the first season. I never saw. That's the one season Friday I didn't Night watch. Lights. I, I never watched Friday Night Lights. Come at me. I've only watched seasons one and two, and I liked it, and then I got busy and never watched it again. Mostly because I watched, the, I really loved the homoerotic parts with Tim Riggins. Is he gay, I'm assuming? No! You know, not everyone has to be gay for me to watch it. But it helps. <laughs> Let's move in. Let's jump into this. Let's talk about. Whoa. Whoa. Let's talk about Joby Chow and Yara. Joby, we're going to we in Miami. We're in Miami. We're going to go have some so, food. I want to say something because it's kind of, it starts off. Yara's at the pool by herself. Jovi, meanwhile, is talking to his mom kind of the, about the night, kind of the night before. I've really talked about, because Yara even said on the last tell-all, the way Jovi has became a father has really um, made her love him more and the way he stepped up as a father. So we were really kind of getting this idea that Jovi was trying to step up and be more responsible. And you and I honestly said, you know, probably they're going to play up that Jovi's a party boy. Yeah. But we feel like they're okay. I don't know that anymore because I don't think Jovi's that good of an actor and someone who seems this just rigid in this thinking of that. My wife needs to party like she did before. Like I'm a little worried. I'm going to be honest. Uh, I'm a little worried, but not much. I still think these problems are nothing problems compared to like Kalani Asuelu or Mike and Natalie. Yeah. They're, but they're, also, they're second in the and after after the Brandon Julia. But I watched this. I don't know about Brandon Julia. Uh, but I watched this and I was like, this episode was the first time I thought he's going to cheat on her one day. Well, here's the thing. That's what I thought. He he. Um, I, I I said it last week. He lives in either workland or partyland, and there's nothing in there. He is going to have to, between him and Yara and his motherfucking mother, who's the only one who sees him as who he is, um, and she, I think she might be the only one to get through to him and say, Jovi, you've got, Jovi, you gotta be a father. You gotta be a father. Yeah, no. (sighs) 
I think um, she's the only one because you know Joby tells his mom he's like we we're there and we had a fight. He's like maybe Mila's an excuse of her not wanting I to think focus Mila's on an me. Excuse that uh, uh, that uh, Mila's just like you know uh, that's she just ma- she doesn't want to pay attention to me. Which is so I know some fathers deal with this, but the fact that he's saying he's taking it so personally, and Gwen even says, you know. Because uh, he's like, I'm going to take her out and get her drunk. And she's like, yeah, Jovi. Yeah, Miles going to be she, fun when she's drinking. He said, Jovi's a mother now, Jovi. Yara. That's a, or Yara's a mother now, Jovi. That's a different thing. And she said, you know, I really had my doubts about Yara. But now that she's here and she's a mother, I am I kind of think that like, yep. what about Jovi's Jovi? Jovi's not ready to be a father, yeah. And she says, Jovi, take, don't take her out drinking. She's a mother now. Take her right. to a nice restaurant. Like... You got to get on the right track, and she said, "I don't think Joby's being completely honest with himself because right. he's very being very rude, and he needs to rethink that." I yeah. love Mother Gwen. Me too. Love you, Miss um, Gwen. I also shout out to the we people doubted who, you from the beginning, and you we did. read us. Shout out to the people who say I like your Joby impression because, and they said it sounds like you're almost doing a combination of Joby and Miley Cyrus. <laughs> Because I kind of am. I'm kind of doing Miley Cyrus at the same time. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> so, thank you. Thank you. Um, I'm glad that I was talking a deep thing about Jovi and the whole time you were thinking. I was thinking, listening. You're like, ah, I was thinking about Miley Cyrus. I was listening. Um, so, he says, uh, you know, I'm going to be as good to you as I can. And I hope you appreciate it later on when they're out at the at pool. At the pool. Which is a it's shitty thing to say. That's, that's the deal. I hope you that- appreciate it. What I realized when he speaks to her, y'all, he never validates anything Never. She says. He honestly, I wrote this for the first time. I went, wait a minute. He's gaslighting her. He's making her feel like her, her reasoning and her thoughts of what she's saying is she's stupid for thinking that and that she's always overreacting and that she's making a bigger deal out of nothing. He's minimizing her feelings. I think... I think you're giving him too much credit that he is gaslighting. I guess gaslighting does show uh, that he's intentionally trying yeah, to do something. Yeah, exactly. I think, that's true. I, I think, think this that's is, intent. I think, though, this is – that's true. I think, though, he is minimizing her feelings, and he's so – I think Jovi actually is very sensitive, and I think he's so – Oh, I agree. He's, he's reacting so much to his own hurt and his own feelings of not being loved He's yeah. totally not able to validate anything Yara says. I wrote down that they both take everything so personally. They both that the other one does. Yes, yes. Um, and it. I'm not itching it, my crotch. If you're watching on intimate, I'm itching my. Foot. I wasn't it asking. Like but looks that's like I'm okay. touching my junk and doing. What something are dirty. you doing? I'm itching my foot, but it looks dirty. Yeah, when you when you make your face like that, not cute. Um. <laughs> um. So she's basically like, you know, I was always a grandma inside. He's like, no, you weren't. Like, we had fun. We were traveling the world, and we you had were, fun. And he starts calling Fun Yara. He starts. I want Fun like, Yara back. He's like, I want Fun Yara. And she's like, Jovi, Jovi, I, we were so happy yesterday, <laughs> and then you destroyed it with the mood. And she's, and, and she's basically saying, you're telling me, what am I supposed to think, Jovi? You're telling me yesterday that I'm not what you signed up for how do you think that makes me feel? Yeah. And she's like, this is the real me. And he was just like, 
well, I got the fun version for two years. Yeah, I, I, well, you know, that's just, the, 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 he says even worse. Well, like, you were, like, hiding this part of yourself. I don't even know what I'm going to say right now. I don't think Yara's asking for a lot. She actually said, and this made me sad, she said, Jovi, I just want you to love and appreciate and be nice to me. Yo, that's it. She's yeah. not, I know Yara can be a princess about some things. I don't think she's, at least from the edit we're seeing, she's not asking for a lot. I think he was not ready for the level of which motherhood changed her. And yes, and I think a lot of that's because he, he wasn't, wasn't there. He wasn't there. He's with baby who sleeps through the night now. He wasn't y'all. Mm-hmm. I mean, most of you are parents, but a lot of you aren't. But I've been around my nephews and stuff. He missed out on that. A newborn baby the first three months is Doesn't terrifying sleep. because they not even don't sleep. They can't do anything. They need They literally every... are so helpless. They need yep. everything from you. And that is stressful. Oof. Parasites, some... if you ask me. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So it's just, golly, it's just, he. you're right. That's it. Yeah. He wasn't there, and he never got that. He, he, he never just got that. He never got that. <laughs> He's going to take her to a Russian restaurant. It's going to be real romantic. She's like, Russians aren't romantics. I don't know. When I read, when I read uh, 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 Anna Karenina, I felt a lot of romance. I mean, they're romantic in a different way, like throwing yourself into a, in front of a train at the end. That's romance for me. Spoiler alert. Spoiler Spoil- alert. <laughs> How old were you when you read Anna Karenina? I was in high school. But uh, <laughs> did anybody else read it in high school? We had a choice. Did of, anybody else read summer, it in high school? I don't mm-hmm. know if someone chose. To, we had a choice to read War and Peace or something else or um, another summer reading thing. So big, long books. Yeah. And I chose and I I don't think I chose that one, but I, I read... Um, but you finished War and Peace, so then you read Anna Karenina? <laughs> no, I started Dostoevsky's Crime and Punishment, and I didn't like it. So I, I read Anna Karenina, and I asked her, the, the people talked about it, and she said, oh, sure, you can read that too, uh, if you liked it. But I, And then she I, said, little, little Mary Boy Jake. <laughs> Bless him. She she was uh, she knew my my all of my English teachers knew I was my a English teachers prancing too, yeah. lisping queen. They knew what they they knew what I needed. Um, did you? But did you read War and Peace too in high school? I never did. No, it's not one I you you're, you probably never read that. No, I don't want to read that. <laughs> anyway, the Russians are. Great romantic. They're just extreme. They usually just die. The most romantic thing they do is drink themselves to death or uh, shoot shoot themselves with their husband's gun. Yeah, that movie Anastasia <laughs> is very sad. That's my <laughs> knowledge. Um, so they're at this Russian restaurant, and and uh, I like Yara saying Russians like to show how much money they have. It's like they just picked up the entire Russia and took it to Miami. There's gold and everywhere, covered it like, with gold. But it feels homey. <laughs> Uh, I will say, if you're if you're in a Russian restaurant, it does feel that way. Like uh, I think is it Le Cirque in um, in New York, which is a Russian restaurant, and it looks it's very like old world. 
uh, very opulent. And Russian food is very like uh, very peasant food, meats, high class, lots of caviar, lots of um, lots of pancakes. To... I'm sure we have Russian food in L.A., a Russian restaurant, because yeah. there's a quite a large community. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Like Robinson, it's, Robertson, it's, you'd see some Russian food. Yeah. Lots we should of, go to one. Lots of meat, like 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 dumplings, heavy meat dish, soups, borscht, like Natalie tried to make. Borscht. Borscht. I made borscht. borscht. I made borscht. Butter. So what's borscht? Jovi, <laughs> uh, and Jovi says, starting tonight... I want you to be as good as you can, but uh, you need to do things to make me happy and focus on me. Awful. Yeah, I know you just had a baby and stuff, but um, I want you to focus on me. I wrote Jovi, Jovi, Jovi. Like, who says that? Who says that? Like Someone who has never realized he wasn't the center of his parents' life or the center of... He was probably a popular boy in high school. Yeah, because he's a party yeah. bot. He's a party guy. That's mm-hmm. what defines him. Uh, y'all, if someone says that to you and you don't have kids with them, leave them. Because they are, yeah, they are a man child. They're a man child. He's a man child. And definitely. they are not going to. That's what I feel like this is going to end up for being. Your, your, Poodle, we, we all have friends that have been in that relationship of, well, he just didn't show up and do he didn't get a job again or he didn't show he didn't do this again. He didn't get me mm-hmm. a gift on Mother's Day again. Like he's just keeps dropping the ball, but I just keep moving the ball down the line. Yeah. It's or okay. I, I guess I'll get used to it. Is that yeah, what your mom told- said? <laughs> Maybe. But no, that kind of thing of getting used to it, you guys, is they're telling you how you should behave. Um that's but what y'all that is. stuck, y'all. She's fucking stuck. Mm-hmm. And I don't think she's like wants to leave Joby. She does no. love him. But I, th- but this, unless something drastically changes y'all, this is still going to happen five years from now. Yeah, I think they're better. They're better than they are right now on the show. They've had some really rough times. I think also it is good that Joby is away so much. Um, it's I To think- me, this is my ideal marriage. Where someone I, is away for two months and then they're back. But it's good for you, but it's not what Yara wants. I agree. And I, and I agree. I think when he's away, I think he does work really, really hard. And he is. You can say that he's sacrificing for his family. Because some people in our squad are talking about Joby's sacrificing for his family. It's all he's ever known. I'm not going to give him props for that. I don't think he is sacrificing. I think that's all he ever known. And he's just working because yeah. that's his job. Sacrificing for his family and I get it. He wants to have t- downtime because he works really hard. I get that. I get that you, but the deal is y'all chose to have unprotected sex yeah. and you chose to bring a child into the world. Your life's got to fucking change. There has to be some middle ground between I'm going to work really hard for two months and then, or work, 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 work. And then I'm going to go to vacation time. There has to be some reality there and there's not now, reality for him yet. There's there is not a living reality yet. There's not reality for that as well. And so that's gonna be his mother's job. Sadly. Um and so Jovi says, yeah, so they decide to go so they go out to eat. Y'all, um, um, and Jovi again's just like, Yeah, but we're gonna go out, but just please enjoy it. Please enjoy it. <laughs> and I'm like Oh, I ask. I'm paying for it. But again, she's brought up all this stuff about you, and he never said like he says things like 
She's like, when she brings up something, Jovi, you don't appreciate me. And he's like, well, I guess you say I don't appreciate you. Or he'll say like, well, maybe I don't appreciate. Like he never says, he never takes responsibility. Well, that's from being a mama's boy because she can't. Ever. Yeah. Ever. Um, he does say they're having good food. She's having a good time. When Yara is being treated well, Joby knows this. When Yara is being treated well, she feels respected. She's in a good mood. And she so, is a princess. So I get that she's a princess, but yeah. y'all, she's earned that title. She has so, pulled her shit together. She's basically saying things like, maybe I strip for you tonight. I'll do little things like this. She's like, oh, you want to go to the strip club? Want to go to the strip club? That's my That's favorite thing. Joby, and, he's, and he keeps saying... And she's I love like, strip well, clubs. She's like, well, let me finish my wine first, Joe. And he's like, yeah, finish it. We're gonna I'll pay the bill now. Drunk yard tonight, and then we're going to have a fun yard tonight. Awful. And then um, I was just like, Joe, he's like, yeah, he said, because I want fun yard because you were, because I don't, and he says things like this. You know, I don't mean to be mean, but you're a boring mom. <laughs> How are you supposed to take that? How is that not mean? How that is exactly? You know, I don't mean mean, mean, mean. You're a boring mom. When he said that, I wrote, "Fuck this." You're just guy. a boring mom. Fuck this guy. It's a little like, destiny too. You're just a boring mom. <laughs> he's too fucking old. He's. I know I he might be amateur, but he's totally. too old to be acting this way. He's I, too I old. agree. Because the thing is, he's gotten by with it, and it will be. Yeah, and, you know, it, it's yeah. He's what is he's thirty? Jovi's thirty something. Y'all, you know what he is, and this this sums it up. And I know a lot of sissies have probably said this or experienced, or probably a lot of sissies in our sober group. Y'all, he's an alcoholic. That's definitely a functional alcoholic. But this yeah. is what this all is. He's an alcoholic. He needs to go out. He needs to do drink. That's his validation in the world. Mm-hmm. He that's. That's what he identifies with. He's too scared to get sober enough to, to, cause y'all, I bet he works hard on those things, but I bet you can drink at night. He probably drinks at night. I don't know. I don't know what they do there. I, I just think this is just complete, complete alcoholic behavior. I want you to be like the th- way things were when we were drunk all the time, when we were partying. Yeah. That's the life that I want to have. It's just classic, classic alcoholic yeah. behavior. And you guys, you can be an alcoholic without falling dead drunk and being like yep. Barney on the Simpsons. It's not. And yes. it's yeah. about your, you don't even have to drink your relationship day. to alcohol. Exactly. It's about your relationship. Mm-hmm. You can drink 10 times a year, but every mm-hmm. time you drink those 10 times, it completely just, it is totally interfering with things in your life. And y'all, his partying is beginning to interfere with his life. Ref- and reflecting his relationships. Because this it, is yeah. happening with Yara, but guess what? Jovi's going to need to go pick up the kid. Well, he would have gone out and he would have drank with his friends. And he doesn't go pick up Mila at some mm-hmm. event. I or totally agree. That shit is going to happen. So y'all, of course, Sorry, we end up I just made it club. real. Well, well, little soapbox, but that's okay. That's what we're here for. Um. Uh. So he is. Uh. He said they're at a strip club and they walk in. He's like, "Yeah, I love this. It's like about, about what I used to be." So <sighs> she's kind of like she's and she's uncomfortable. She and is. At that point, they're trying to. But at one point, she's like making it rain. And she is. and she's being fun. Then y'all, she sees him put the money in the stripper's g-string. Everything turns because then all her insecurities come back of him being at a strip club. And I will say this. I don't think Joby would fuck every girl at a strip club. 
I think he does just enjoy being there. Sometimes but he's not going to touch he people. Will get drunk and cheat on her. I do think that. I do think that. I, I'm not saying, but that doesn't happen every time he goes to a strip club. No, but I've got to give it to Yara. Yara does not. I don't. I don't think it completely turned. I really don't. I saw it differently. Yes, he put money in your drink G string, and after that, but Yara said. Okay, Jovi, we came. It was fun. I want to do something else. And but she those things happen at the same time. But she didn't whine about it. She wasn't mean about it. She said this was – she actually said this was fun. Let's go do something no, else. I, I agree with you, and she was nice about it. But I think – and it happened actually at the same time she took her top off. The woman took her top off. Yeah. And the thing is, you guys, uh, Jovi, I want to marry a cool girl. I want to marry a cool girl who goes to strip clubs with me. And Yara desperately wants to be a cool girl. And I guarantee you the whole relationship they had, she was, she kind of portrayed herself as a cool girl. for sure. But y'all, she's not. And now that she had a kid, the most important thing. She's even less of one. But the most important thing in her life, this is is what it all boils down to. Jovi wants to be the most important things in Yara's life. Yara's child is the most important thing. Mm-hmm. Myla is the most important thing in her, as it is for a lot of moms. And that's a really hard thing for husbands to grapple with because they feel like they have lost a wife because they feel like the wife now loves the kid more than them. And it's important in relationships to build that relationship back with a with a husband or, or two parents yeah. to build to build that relationship back up. So because yeah, I do agree, you've got to take care of the relationship that formed the child first. To give the child a supportive, but I, I, I don't think Yara did anything out of line here. I thought she said she's done now. Let's go. And Jovi digs his heels in like a six-year-old. Yeah, kid. this was not good. I think. Well, I was seeing a little bit of her because she's been. She's had a lot of jealousy and insecurities about any type of stripper thing. She's no. That is that's a cultural thing for her. Yeah. That she would she only sees an idea that men would go to strip clubs to fantasize about the women and would possibly bang them and would jerk off afters. I that's think, the only. I, I think that's totally true. But I also think she knows Jovi, and she knows Jovi will go with his friends, get drunk, and get a lap dance and make out with a girl. I think I she thinks that. And it's that's- interesting how the tide has turned because I was saying you you were you were saying oh I was just a dance before. And I was saying, yeah, something's going to happen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tide has turned. <laughs> we, now we're on. Now we're now our viewpoints have changed. Hey, we're we're sophisticated <laughs> ladies. We can have a change of opinion. Um, but so she uh, I wrote down. I'm loving that the strippers had masks. I appreciate that. Good for them. Their titties are out, but their mouths don't have to be. <laughs> And th- this is true. Tits out, mouse not. And so, and so, Jovi. You know, now maybe they were only there for three minutes. We don't know. That's different. Yeah, I. But, I don't think it was very long. I. We, I really don't. We don't know. And so, Jovi says, "Uh, you won't go now. You won't go now." She's like, and she wasn't trying to be not fun. She's like, "Let's go do something else." She wasn't mm-hmm. even saying like, "I'm done." He probably could have said, you want to go to a bar and have a drink or what, or go dancing? And she probably would have done that. And he said, instead, Jovi just says, well, I'm having fun. I don't want to leave. So therefore, Jovi only has – it has to be – you're right. He's so spoiled. For him to have fun, he can't compromise and have Yara's version of fun. He can only have his fun because you're so right. 
Yara probably used to always agree with what Jovi wanted to do because she wanted to be that cool girl. She wanted to be the cool girl. She's insecure as well. And she wanted Jovi to love Mm -hmm. her. And uh, a lot of women think that men want a cool girl to, who'll go to strip clubs. They'll go to Marvel movies with them. They'll, they're fine with them hanging out with their female friends. They want a cool girl. And a lot of, especially my, my female friends have tried to be the cool girl to men they're dating. And then the when they marry said men uh, and things change a little bit, and they're like, I thought you were cool. And it's it, it's 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 always a problem. It is. Yeah, yeah it is. Ladies, don't is. try to be something you're not. <laughs> um, and so and Yara tells him she's like, he's like, what's the problem? I thought we were having fun. What's the problem? And Yara says, and I agree. She says, Jovi. I deserve better than this. And Jovi says, uh, and he's like, uh, sorry, I lost my place. She says, I'm, and she says, you're so selfish. And then she, again, this is alcoholic behavior. She's like, when you're drinking, you're an asshole. Y'all, if someone becomes an asshole when they're drinking, they probably have a problem with alcohol. Right. If it changes their personality, that's probably a, that's, that's what this really truly, like, it's so, I bet if Yara went to an Al-Anon meeting, her head would explode because she would feel so seen. Cool. Um, um, that's all I've got on them. Uh, I just have um, J- Joey does he does his classic. So now, what do you want me to do? So again, not let me take responsibility, but so what do you want me to do now? What am I supposed to do now? Just that's just his classic. If, and if they Joey go back. If he had a T-shirt, that's what it would say. Right, and, and they go. They're in the. They're, they go back to the hotel. Yes, they go. Um, they go. That was it, y'all. We talked for a while, but we have. But we're still. We're not going to take a break yet. We're going to talk about Libby and Andre. Um. So, y'all, first thing, shirtless Andre. Ooh, he is a and, beefy now. He already, he's already throwing his weight around. She's like, can you do the dishes? She's like, no, well, you're an independent woman. You can do dishes. Now, he says, he mouths off. Do you know what he does immediately? He starts doing the dishes. He just needed a mouth off. Because that's the kind of relationship they have. It is. I like wanna, nice ass last week. And I want to suck on his nipples. Mama, oh. mama. Oh, mama, mama. Apparently, I said this on the podcast, and we didn't know it, y'all. I did not know that that men breastfeeding and into breast milk was such a thing y'all have came at us and that is a thing i did not know it either i thought it would be you were more like no but it really i haven't googled it yet because i only said that because of the amount of straight men that i had heard who were grossed out by breast milk well we were wrong apparently yeah yeah um do anyway. you nothing wrong with it? Do you? So they, I would, I would try to get milk from Andre's nipples. Oh, I would, I, I would suck on them until something happened. <laughs> one us, one of us will be milking something. <laughs> so Price is Right, isn't it? Yes, that's my wow. favorite yodeler game. That I is a good. Watch that with my, my 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 grandmother grandmother poodle, and she goes, "Let's see if he falls off the cliff." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
You know what? My dad loves Price is Right. We watch it every morning. Um, I was shocked at, at, at Drew Carey with that beard now. He actually, that- he actually said today, he was like, hey, everybody, I'm Drew Carey with a beard. Yeah. He's very funny on that show, I have to say. People say he's one of the nicest people in show business. He has I believe a very it. Nice um, so she's going to go meet Chuck. Uh-huh. And I, I do one, one more thing. And then Andre's going, whoa, 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 these fuckers. And at one point, uh, uh, Ellie goes, daddy. And she's like, see, she's saying daddy don't curse. And Libby's like, Mm-mm-mm. listen, listen. He's like, okay. Yeah. So. They, um, so Chuck meets with Libby and y'all, this was kind of, I was kind of like, because Chuck basically says, look, we can't be having this. Like, this is not our family. Our family's imploding. We can't even have a birthday party. He said, I wanted to eat that cake. <laughs> and we all Yo, did, I Chuck. had a real visceral reaction again, anytime cake is disrespected. And he said, I got to tell you, this isn't Andre's fault. And Libby goes, Really? Uh, Wait, where am I? Am I being she's pumped? Like, she's like, something I never thought. And he, Chuck says, I think this is about jealousy. jealousy. Yeah. I think they're jealous of what he said. I'll be honest. Andre does everything I ask him to do. Yeah. He's a really hard worker. He He's working harder. He didn't say, come out and say this, but y'all, he's working harder than Coke Charlie. Yeah, and they wanted, he said they wanted to paint him as the villain for so long. And I'm realizing now that they might, they might be just a little selfish themselves. And so y'all. Libby's like, this is what I've always been saying. So there's a family cookout. I wrote down, hide the cake, possibly. Don't bring winners. Hide your kids. Hide your cake. They're throwing cake at everybody out here. Um, and then, y'all. Not there is a fa- Chuck wants to have a family cookout. Yes. That's There's the going to be one. Come on. And, Lib- and Libby's kind of like, this is a bad idea. This is going to go to complete shit. Um, we can't even be in the same room together. But it's going to go bad. But okay. Um, so the next thing is oh. Becky and oh. Jen. Y'all, Ooh. we this have... Was- We've rarely seen something like this where two or three secondary characters are meeting without any of the fiance or the fiance's partner in it. And I bet we did. We haven't seen those seasons yet, but I bet we did in in Chantel's family and they ended up getting a spinoff. Oh, because we called it because we fucking called it. So Y'all, this is like going to be a house slipper. Peedle, 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 Poodle, Peedle, Peedle, Piper, Pick to Peck a Pickle, Peter, Peter, Pepper, Pick to Peters. Um, Poodle and I once did a sketch for Cabergay where Maleficent and the Evil Queen from <laughs> Snow White got together. And it was basically it was what pretty this was niche. Like. Yeah, it was pretty niche. It was really gay. Nobody really thought that sketch of, or song was funny. A lot funny. of dragon jokes. We yeah. really enjoyed it. We, we also sang. We also sang. Uh, Grass is always greener. Yeah. Uh, from how I the world like, goes round. I was like, you're it's you're you're it's so easy for you. You can turn into a dragon. You were like, it's so easy for you. You can feed a dumb bitch an apple. Yeah. We loved it. It was polite laughter in general. There was polite laughter. There was an old gay man who was about who 60, 68 who used to be a retired librarian who loved it. Yeah. The, the stuff that we really love is pretty like 
gay brow. Yeah. <laughs> not <Yeah>. high brow. <laughs> Or, but it, or it's dumb like Kim Davis dancing with Jesus. Yeah, uh, we did that. <laughs> we did that. Um, or um, me singing to a dildo for a Christmas song. Yes. Y'all, yes. but this is like two evil queens getting together to plot their demise. Or plot and, their demise. Because we said this. I don't remember if you said it or I said but one of us said this. They're going after Andre, but this is all about Libby. Yeah. And they, they're going to they turn on Libby. No, I'm a, we, we called it. We said they're going to turn on Libby, and mm. they are. So they're basically saying uh, Andre is like, Andre. He's, he's coming. He comes. Think about where he comes from, just like in a really underprivileged part of Europe. And like, so, so why is he so entitled? I can't imagine someone who's an immigrant who has nothing. Poor peasant people should never aspire to anything greater. That's Why do just, they think they're all that? Yeah, that's just really, really and rude. And you know, I think that dad is intimidated by Audrey. I don't, and and that's, and I don't <sighs> like that. And like, Libby is like a fucking pro at like playing our she, dad. And he's just been watching Libby suck up to our dad. And now he knows what to say. Wait. They both have their hooks in them. I've got an idea. What? What if we like what? stick it to them? And what? like go out on our own and like Wait compete with them. Wait a minute, Jen. Wait a minute, Jen. You're telling me you want to yeah. go out on our own yeah. and stick it and yeah. stick it to yeah. and and undermine yeah. our own father yeah. and our own sister. Yeah, just to hurt them. To, I love to, it. To I love it. Why didn't I think of this before? <laughs> oh my god. It is completely just to hurt their own father that Y'all, they're doing this. It is fucked up. It is fucked. This is like in in like 80s comedy movies where they needed a character to be evil and they would have yeah. like a, an evil sibling all the time <sighs> that was that would want to like kill their father and this would never happen in real life. Yeah. Spoiler alert. They're what the fuck? What the fuck? I I was I was honestly shocked. I was speechless. So uh, y'all, but yeah, we're setting up. They're gonna in their new reality show, y'all. It's gonna be Becky and Jen against go Libby and Andre and Chuck. Flipper fight. That's what the show should be called. Mm-hmm. Flipper fight. I got gotcha. you. Flipper house, or are they gonna fight? <laughs> I had a lot of Saturday nights where it was like that. Flip or fight. <laughs> We need to move most, on. Most likely it was fighting. <laughs> um, uh, right, Jen, gonna... Jen really says, by the way, she says this to the person who both, she says, fuck them. We don't have to rely on them. Wow. Terrible. They're only on the show because of Andre. Let's remember that. Yeah. Only yeah. on the show because um, of Andre. So they, ne- only, they only have OnlyFans where they show their buttholes because of Andre. <laughs> so uh, that's all I have for them. I think we should move on to... Mike in Italy. But y'all, go grab your butter because we're going to take a quick commercial break. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Oh, Lord, let's just get this over with. 
Maybe Sunrise Surprise? Oh, that one's pretty. No, it's got lilies. God, Jaybird lilies are for funerals, you know that. Poodle, what are you doing? By the height of your hair, I can tell you're stressed. Stress doesn't even begin to cover it, Maddie. We're about to go on tour again, so I've got to get the perfect flower arrangement picked out for Mother Poodle for her upcoming birthday. I don't know if you're aware, but she's a little choosy when it comes to flowers. I was once berated for sending a bouquet that was too pink and not enough purple. And don't even get her started on baby's breath. Cool. Whoa. Well, maybe instead of flowers this year, you could get her an original song from Songfinch. Songfinch! Yes, our Canadian fans love the song we had written for them. And a Songfinch original song won't arrive with a bunch of half-dead flowers and weeds. Cool. Sissies, are you trying to find the perfect gift for someone special in your life but feeling overwhelmed? Finding a truly unique gift that they'll actually love can be challenging and frustrating. That's why we're so excited we discovered Songfinch. It's such an amazing, thoughtful gift, and it's easy and fun to make. That's right. Songfinch lets you create an original radio-quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. They also have unique add-ons that make the gift even more special, like a vinyl record of your song or a one-of-a-kind piece of art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. And y'all, we were absolutely blown away by our Song Finch song. They had all of our inside jokes in it, and our sissies loved it. It really summed up everything we wanted to say to our fans for helping us get to where we are today. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or an anniversary, or even a mother poodle birthday gift, or just a gift to show your loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in one of Song Finch's top artists. Don't waste another dollar on more stuff. Get a radio-quality original song that's totally unique to your relationship. It only takes four to seven days, but the song will last forever. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free, so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anytime, anywhere. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. Y'all, we're going to talk about, I know we said Mike and Natalie, we're going to save them for later, but 
I'm gripping my couch. I'm gripping this couch. I got to tell you, it's, (laughs) it's in their whole relationship, Tiffany and Ronald have just now decided to go to counseling. (laughs) But, okay, so here's the deal. At least they're doing it, I guess, but Jesus. Here's the deal, y'all. My, and my couples therapist teacher told me this in college, and I went, okay, we'll see. Preemptively go. People, she said, um, God rest her soul, Nancy Fawcett. She's an amazing therapist, and she's passed away now. Um, oh, I had her for group, but she did couples too. Anyway, who gives a shit? But I was about to counter with that. She said about 90% of couples come to therapy too late. Too late. When they're, when they're already. She said, so really, she's like, it's not that as therapists, we teach them how to break up. They think that's what they're coming for because they should have came six months prior. Mm-hmm. And that this is the perfect case. It would be like Mike and Natalie going to couples counseling oh. now. It's where someone like Jovi and Yar. This is when they should. This go is to when they should couples go. counseling. Mm-hmm. For Brandon and Julia. This is when they should go to couples counseling. And then Julia yells at the therapist and says, "You don't know me." And it goes bad. Why are you wearing mask? Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I don't but know like, why I feel like she's a COVID denier. But, <laughs> that, but like for some people like Kalani and Asuelu, because oh, they yeah. kind of, they, they, I think they could benefit, although Asuelu would have trouble, mm-hmm. but they could benefit from something like, but y'all, Tiffany and Ronald, they're just, they're Boy, a dead. we are circling the drain. They are yeah. a dead, dead fish and it stinks. Um. So Ronald's basically saying it it hit me in the face like with a bet when a uh, bet. when she told me that she wanted a divorce. Uh and and in the past he was in against counseling. Uh he was against counseling. He will go when his uncle is the therapist. Because y'all and he even says and he will tell me what he will take hopefully <laughs> And this is a problem with therapy. He says, hopefully he will take my side. My side. And that is a big deal. I, I mean, that drove me crazy when I was first. Y'all, I've admitted this. I did not enjoy couples therapy. It's because, a nightmare. Again, it was a nightmare. And it was a nightmare because except for one couple. And I saw like, I think I've seen like maybe like 30 in my but career. They want you to side with only, one of them. Yep. Only one couple was like. We both want to take responsibility and learn and grow together. <gasps> That's a fucking unicorn. Every other couple was like, tell me I'm right. Tell he's me wrong, I'm right. right? Tell he's me wrong. he's the one to blame. Yeah. And y'all, if you're wanting to go into couples therapy for that, you're already doomed. So, Ronald. But it's, so, what Pastor, do you think? Pastor Paul. <laughs> so, why do you think they, do you do you think having a counseling session with someone who's a relative of someone going in is a good idea. So that's considered unethical. Thank you. I'm, I'm now, glad to hear you say that. So here, ethics are a weird thing, though. Ethics aren't rules. Ethics are ethics. So it's kind of this morality of what... But we do have, you know, ethics are you... Uh, 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 you know, it's, it's not like mandated reporting, like where somebody says yeah. they're, you know... If they're thinking of killing someone, but they don't have a plan of killing them, they just have thought about it. I can't report that. That's I. I was just worried. This is that, not appropriate. That this guy was some kind of Christian therapist. 
Well, um, so I get worried too because sometimes y'all there's who there's aren't a, licensed. There's a and I think we get triggered by it because so many of our gay friends have gone to reparative therapy mm-hmm. to, to pastor therapists. Yeah. Because at least from my understanding, minute people that do that get therapy degrees from like ministry, it's a totally different type of therapy degree. Yes. They're, and they're th- not your goals getting, are different. Whereas like my master's is in clinical psychology. Theirs is not. Uh-huh. So it's and I can't speak to it as your sissy said. I should get some more information before, before I make an, an opinion. I will I will get some more information. Well, I think the goals are very different. A lot of marriage and family therapists were associated with a church specifically, and I'm only saying a church because they want to bring yeah they want to bring um, someone closer to Christ exactly and strengthen I, the family unit and make sure that marriage uh, succeeds more. We've heard from sissies uh, who said these same uh, Christian, quote unquote, therapists would would uh, or their pastors would say, say in the relationship if you're being abused. That's that's that that is a common thing. Yeah, that has been very, very, very much a big problem. So whereas there is to bring them closer to Christ. My goal as a therapist is just to bring you closer to whatever your hope is in life and to a more authentic version of or not right. even a thought. To, if you tell me I don't want to be authentic, this is what I want. I'll say, okay, that's what we're going to work towards. What right, you're you working want, with what you with what they're saying, with what they're saying, as long as it's reasonable. So, yeah, but he, not everything he said was horrible. I I agree. I was that's why I was asking wh- because where Ronald really got turned on his ass here because Pastor Paul agrees a lot with Tiffany. Ronald, you need to change your poopy diapers. You need to change your poopy diapers because Tiffany opens up and basically says, I feel like I'm drowning. He can't even change the diaper. And Ronald brings up, well, if because it was a, a bull, girl. God, he's no so steeped in this sexism. Well, that just she tried so to explain gross. it away, too. She said he's afraid he'll be too rough with her genitals. Um, That's not it at all. He's, in a way grossed out by any genitals that aren't sexually attractive to him. Well, honestly, probably he's also too. I think it's bullshit. I think if they had a boy, he wouldn't want to change the poopy diapers. Possibly. Either. I think I, it's just, I've a heard, fucking I've excuse. heard men who have that hang up though. And it is, goes way back, uh, to some like kind of distrust of women in general. Yeah. You yeah. need a, yeah, I, it's just I, like y'all. We were talking about below deck. There's a much. special kind of misogyny for the South African dickens, uh, and uh, and I and it just exists in this culture. God, um, love, y'all, if you're not watching below deck, <laughs> what I are mean, you doing with your life? I would, I mean, I would love for y'all to listen to her show, but I don't even care at this point. Like that show is so good, <laughs> you need to watch that this season. You're right. I sat on it for so long and never told you anything about it. I thank you, golly, it took me forever <laughs> to get out of you. So y'all, um, and so I think what Pastor Paul says, like he also says, talks about. He said. Uh, he's like, you must do your part. And he says, he uh, something he says is so true. It is the small things in a relationship. We do, couples often, do, some c- people don't, they want to talk about just big things and not give attention to small things. That's Ronald. Mm-hmm. Ronald's always talking about big picture things. And it doesn't matter that I don't do this or that this doesn't happen. <clears throat> and he's like, Tiffany, Tiffany, that doesn't matter. He's, he just wants to talk about 
big idealistic things. Cause again, y'all someone, again, someone who's dealing with addiction wants to deal with the big picture things. Right. It's very like Joe, it's very similar. And so he, he then brings up, he's like, Ronald says, well, I don't know how a female can tell a male what's going on oh, and what he's supposed to do. Tiffany's face looked like someone had just thrown a turd at her. <laughs> and it hit her square on the face. <laughs> Ended her right on the mouth. But um, the deal is, I just want to say this. Tiffany knew he was this type of person oh, yeah. before she married him and before she had a baby with him. I also want to say oh, that Tiffany said so that, that one of her things, that I understand why this would completely trigger Ronald, is it's like, I don't want to like compare who is above who, but I was a blessing in this man's life. Oh, and this And it's was- almost like she wants to be thanked. And Ronald's this, never going to thank her. He's never going to thank her. And this we've talked about this before. She is punishing him for his addiction. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. That's not, that's not fair. Yeah. Ronald's an asshole. That has nothing to do with his addiction. He has an addiction, and she is punishing what, him for that. What do you think about Pastor Paul's thing of, well, uh, here, here's, here's the simple thing, Tiffany. You just need to boost his ego. So Pastor Paul, before that, he did say, put your wife first. I yes, thought that was good. Because the, he's like, that's as we're the, we're the man of the, we're the man. I, I don't love this language, you guys, but this is what he said. You are the man of the house, the man of relation, and you must honor your wife above all else. That's why it sounded quasi-religious to me. It was very, yeah, I didn't love the language, but at least he's saying he needs to think of her needs, which Ronald mm-hmm. doesn't. This whole boosting the ego, that... I don't love that because what they're saying is create an artificial uh, thing so that Ronald can continue his loop in his that's, life. That's just part of misogyny. Y'all misogynistic yeah, exactly. cultures are, we've got to boost up the men, tell mm-hmm. the men they're so great. Women, you take us, because ironically, he told he's got Ronald a fragile to, ego. He told Ronald to put his wife first. He told Tiffany to put herself second. Right. That's what he's saying by booster ego. And to be honest, this is a lot of Southern culture. Oh, you know him. He just needs to know he's the man. I can just flatter him and he'll be fine. Yeah. And the thing is, what I think I wish he would have said, not that you don't need to boost his ego, but you do need to understand him and walk in his shoes. Yeah. Validate. Validate his emotions. No, not at all. Because if Tiffany did that, she would, because I will say, Tiffany's not wrong. She's like Sun Hee from um, Smothered. Oh, God, don't compare her to that. But she, but she is right in what she's saying, but she completely destroys people and yeah. makes them feel and like pieces of shit. She is, she is, hum- she is intentionally, she yes. she humiliating him to elevate herself. And what she realizes, it's a very male patriarchal way the way she is diminishing him because that Mm -hmm. is a male thing is you criticize someone you demean them so they quote unquote man up instead of being a feminine way is to respond to them to attune to them like none of that yeah i i think she you're exactly right that she does approach him in a way that is I'm going to make you feel like I'm going to make you always remember that I was the one who saved you and you owe everything to me. Yes. 
Yes. And, and that is she she is constantly trying to create the relationship in her head that she always wished she had. But, and and she will all, all, she will leave she will hold Ronald up to that and that's all she'll accept. Yes, and I think that has to deal with y'all. We don't know why her father left. We don't know if it was addiction. We don't know what it was, but we know for her being able to say she saved Ronald is some way for her to Ugh. say that she saved that little child in herself that didn't have a dad. Yeah, that's what this exactly. Is. It's so con- now. Pastor Paul does says now. Listen, I need you to do some. I need you to do some things. One, um, stop criticizing, stop criticizing each, other. each other, which is a which good is, thing to say. That's a great thing. Two. Take your anger and put it aside. I have a kind of a problem with the way he said that, but it's not wrong. And then he he told Ronald, be, be supportive. supportive. And Ronald's like, well, and he starts to to bat to badmouth her there. And he says, stop it, stop, stop it. it. Yeah, I like and, that. And but I wish he would have said things of because I y'all you can. I tried to when I was – I'm not practicing now, but um, when I was, I wouldn't try to say things. If I try to say something like, okay, you really need to put your anger aside. So then I would have a conversation of what does it look like when we put our conversation aside? Right. How would you do that? Hey, that's the thing that I worry with kind of – because sometimes people that are pastor ministers can often say, this is the, these are the things that are not going well that you need to fix. That you need pray, to do. Pray on it. Right. Or and even, that's not a, that's not a tool. Even worse, you take sides. It's uh, like as a, yes, it's like a singing teacher when you say when you hate it when singing teachers say, "Yeah, that note sounds pitchy. Fix that." Instead of saying, "Because you're not, yeah, you," I say, "You put a big scarlet P around someone's neck." But you don't give that. them any any tools. You don't yeah. sell them. Hey, actually, you need to lift your soft palate, or you right. need to work on your breath control. If you think of placing it here. The pitch you diagnose a, them without giving them. You um, give them something to yeah. fix it, and I don't feel like he gave them anything. No, to replace didn't. those problems. Because if we take the problem out, you have to replace it with a solution. He they don't have that. Them, he gave them laffy tappy wrappers. Yeah, that's a great uh, way to say it. Uh, I just said laffy tappy wrappers. I laffy went with it. Taffy wrappers. You're on of, your second vodka, so yeah, I figure it's, it's just going to start slurring. So, um, Y'all, Poodle, Poodle's a little out of it because it's been he. We've been so busy. Poodle hasn't gotten dicked down in like a uh, week, and y'all. I haven't eaten yet because and it's late so, at night. So we're trying we still, to do this quickly. By the time we get to Mike and Natalie, I don't know what the fuck he's going to say. <laughs> so uh, anyway, they they're walking out. Ronald's like, who knew my uncle would not be, would take your side more than my side. You're exactly right. As soon as you say, I, that that means he chose his uncle. So his uncle would side with him. And y'all, you know, you're at a lost cause when you're trying to score points. He, yeah, again, he, that's perfect. He wasn't going to therapy to be a better husband. He was there to score points. Yeah, and really, and stick it to Tiffany. And that is a problem with he and Tiffany is they both compete against one another. Yep. Who's being the better spouse? And, and y'all know one wins at that and game. And Tiffany says, uh, she's like, you know what, Ronald, my faults aren't the issue. Again, she is putting herself, and I know, I understand why Ronald gets gets like tweaked by her. Because yes. she says, my faults aren't the issue, yours are. She's and, the worst person for him. She will make him start use, uh, start gambling again. 
They really did find the worst possible people for one another. But they found the pattern that they're used to. It's yep. cuckoo. She and flew, y'all, she flew halfway around the world <laughs> to find someone that fits her fucking pattern. That's how strong these patterns we have are. That's insane when you think about it, but that's how strong they she are. She found the worst person at that bar Halfway to find around someone who fit the, world. the same pattern she was doing in Maryland. Yeah. God bless her. Tiffany, she's one of those people who I would, I think she's got a lot of strength to her and I, I would love to help her, but I think she's so fucking stubborn. It would take a lot of work. She's done it all on her own. So it's hard for her to, cause yep. she really had, I mean, her mom's helped her a lot, but it's really hard for her to say, I oh, need help. Speaking of. In like a real way. He he's throwing that. He's like, yeah, well you have your mom to help you all of that. You haven't done it alone. Oh, y'all. y'all. Literally, Pastor Can you Paul, think of a worse thing to say to Tiffany? I just want to say Pastor Paul 10 minutes ago just said, don't criticize each other. Right. And then all, and it's more on Ronald on this point. Yeah. She refuses to get in the car. Criticized. She just refuses to get in the car. Good, good for her. And so, um, she, and, and Ronald says, you you won't be able to do this criticism thing yet. He's so he's criticizing her that she can't not do it. And, and she says something, he's like, well, you say, I don't, Oh, he says, you say, I don't do enough. And she says, well, that's not criticism. That's fact. That's fact. And she's right. She's but she right. asked good. She asked a good question. She was like, because she said, she now she said it kind of like show me and kind of with an attitude. But yeah, she said, that's. One I of the wish problems. she would actually said, "Hey, how do you think I criticize you? What do I say?" And instead of saying, "Oh, okay, I understand how that can make you feel this way and this way. This is where I'm coming from when I say that." Instead, she, that she just says, "Yeah, that's not a criticism. That's fact." So again, she denied what he was feeling. She didn't told validate, him he was yep. stupid for feeling that. Y'all, they are they are a masterclass on how to how to not validate your partner's feelings. It I will say, they are and I've compared this to it before. They are that train that is just you just see that track over the trestle. It's no more you know they're and they're going to take down their fucking kids with them, and it sucks. And it sucks. Um. Anyway, <laughs> shall yeah. we move on to to a couple who have even less of a chance? Wow, um, that is really fucking saying something. <laughs> y'all, let's talk about oh, Mike God, and Lotomy. Y'all, Lotomy. are you watching Caribbean Love? Because or or. Life, life, love in paradise, oh, the Caribbean. I almost, I almost answered that, and I was going to say, "Yeah, poodle." Remember, I'm watching. I forgot you were talking to our listeners because uh, at least this has a certain level of levity that you can watch and say, "Oh, I can." Thank God, none of these people are really going to ever yeah. be together, except for but, the ones I really hope: Mark and Key, Mark, Mark and, and Kay. Kay. Hey, uh, hey, love hey, <laughs> hey, that reminds me, y'all. If you haven't seen, it dropped. The other way is coming next. It is the next yep. show that is coming. Corey and, we, and Evelyn. We haven't announced this yet on this free feed. Yeah, it's Corey right. and Evelyn. Corey and Evelyn. Uh, Kenneth and Ar- Kenny and Armando. Kenny and Armando. Uh, of course, Jenny and Samil. Samil. Jenny and Samil. 
Um, and there's also um, y'all Ariana and Binium. Yep, they're uh, gonna there be there. Looks like a lot of drama with them. Shocking yes, with Ari. Involved. Shocking. Love. There's also a new woman. Two new couples. Two new. I think this one woman was probably somebody. Why well, I thought of this was probably on Paradise and Love, the Caribbean, and they took her. They decided yeah. it was too good of a story. And the woman on who's Day. with the black guy. Yeah, yeah, the white, and he said that because it's going to be a. It, it already comes up in the thing. It's a white, older woman with a younger black yeah. guy, um, and then two younger I think people, they're like in Panama or Jamaica, somewhere in the Caribbean, some, somewhere in the in the in an island, yeah, an island. And then there's yeah, then there's this two strange two looking scarecrow people. man, and this kid looks so freaking weird. Yeah, and the Eastern European woman he's with. So y'all, it's. It's going to be a season. We we know we, yeah. we know that with that Chick and Jenny and Submit or will deliver. It we shows only hope Jenny fucking going off on. Submit I loved it, and one. he deserves every minute of it. Um, and we we know that Evelyn will be pimping out uh, Corey to some local relatives. Yeah, uh, and so that'll be great. I'm sure Ari and Benyam will provide it, uh, and then Kenneth and Armando will be fun. It'll be manufactured because they have no real problems. That I um, we get a little bit. I really hope. Look, y'all, we've said this before. I love Kenny and Armando, and I love that they represented the gays so well. Me too. But I. Y'all, this is about them planning your wedding. I need a fuck. I need Armando to be a fucking gay bridezilla and make ridiculous standards for this wedding. I need a Mexican twink. I need a 22-year-old twink who wears women's jeans and an 80-year-old man from West Hollywood. Yes, that's what I need. That's what I need. And I need them and I need the twink to demand that he moved to Puerto Vallarta because he doesn't want to come to the U.S. Puerto Vallarta, and he and wants make, to have a wedding with 400 people. And white tigers. And um, white tigers. Like, that's that, what I need. That's what I want. Ken that's, and Armando. That is the gay other way that I need. Yeah. Sadly, <laughs> not sadly, because I love them. I'm excited for Kenny and Marty, to, Armando to bring kind of joy. But this is going to be a beautiful no, wedding, it's, and it's Poodle's going to wonderful. Cry. It's going to be wonderful. They're fine, y'all. Little problems they're going to have. Their problems that they, they have in their relationship are not as much as the problems they have with the rest of the world. Yes. The problems so. in their relationship is are minimal compared to the the rest of the world. Thinks because they're that. both wonderful people. So they are. They're lovely. We talk to them on, on Instagram all the time, and they've been nothing but kind. They've been nothing but kind. I love. I still love that picture of Sophie. He did. I have it framed in my. That was apartment. gorgeous. It was gorgeous. I have it framed. It's very moving. She anyway, was never y'all. that healthy looking though. I need to say that. <laughs> we need to move on. Okay. Always so. looked sickly. Y'all, okay, another spoiler, not a spoiler alert, but another thing we kind of find out. We don't talk a lot about news, but I feel like it's important. When Mike and Natalie, obviously, they <gasps> had that blowout last Are we going to talk week. about it? Well, we had that blowout last week, and y'all, we found out that Nat- Mike was so upset that Natalie took all the presents from Christmas to her friend's house. We don't know if it's Juliana, but we're assuming it's Juliana. Yeah, and we she don't took, know. also took the last can of hoo-hash. But y'all, that, that's it. She took the fucking food. She took the Christmas dinner food. Also, also, this is a big deal. Y'all, we have heard that there's a, there is two text messages going on from either Mike or someone in production. And we talked about this on when Mary Payne and I did Pink Shade. That 
there was Mike basically said it was Mike or someone said, yeah, my mom did call her a hooker. Um, and, and was, again, I called it. I think it's going to come out in the tell all. That's and what I they think. did not show it. Yeah. And it was because Nally was talking about being um, being a, a, a kind of a paid escort to be, go out with older men and go go dance or something like that. And which is a different thing than we have in this country. So Butter says, an escort, is that like a hooker? Now, y'all, and I'm I'm the last to defend Butter here. She was probably trying to make a joke. And and of course Nally jumped and said, Did you call me hooker? But at the same time, read the room, Butter. It's Natalie. I, I know. I know, but Butter's not gonna read the room. And it doesn't matter what and Butter's never if that's true, now we know where Mike gets his gaslighting ways from. Right. His mother. And, and, and Butter can be correct in saying, Natalie, I never called you a hooker in that way. She and, asked if you were a hooker, but she never called you that. Well, she didn't ask. That's, that's the thing. That's what makes Butter so shrewd. She's like, is that like a hooker? I wasn't talking about you. I was talking about that job. I, I disagree, though. I think Natalie, with someone like Natalie, Natalie would jump to whatever. And oh. and I, I do say that Butter probably was trying to make a joke, but is also trying to demean Natalie at the same time. Oh, she was totally but, being passive aggressive. Yeah. Yes. Um, but she, I, I, just, I don't think she was trying to, maybe she was trying to make a joke. As soon as Natalie reacted to that, she said, finally, I got mm-hmm. what I want. Something ridiculous that Mike will never believe that I did. Right. And this will destroy the relationship. Y'all, right. she no, did land it all along. It so was anyway. butter all along. <laughs> exactly. So like, y'all, that, he- was, that was on our Facebook group where someone said, oh, my God, it's real. And like to the tune of call, call WandaVision, it was butter all along. All along. It was Ooh. butter all, all along. along. I miss WandaVision. Somebody yelling outside the hallway. <laughs> oh, God. You're like me in my old apartment right now. I feel like a gay man. Um, at like a gay bar, and <laughs> I feel like a gay man in the fifties. Though somebody's come in and say, "Stop being a faggot," and arrest me. <laughs> well, Let's you are in, you are in Texas, so who I'm knows kind of, what Governor Abbott will, will recommend after that? Sorry if I'm whispering, y'all. It, it's kind of it's eleven o'clock here, so I'm in a hotel. Room. Uh, it sounds like and, you're screaming in my ears. So it's and okay. if Poodles learned anything from hotel rooms, we know those walls are thin. <laughs> that's not that's true. When pe- when I go down to pay my bill at the end of the night, someone said. Yeah, I heard you had a good time last night. <laughs> oh, I like that you said at the end of the night. You mean at the end of the hour? Yeah, anyway, Mike and Natalie. Um, so Mike is basically walking by himself, and the producer's like, well, how are you feeling? He's like, Whoop. you know, I've been been holding that in way too long. We still say, and I, and I, and I say this, what we saw last week from Mike was – the most emotionally bare thing we have seen this season on I agree. On, on Happy Labor After. I agree. And you did, and I will say, I no longer think that Mike is not emotionally invested in Natalie. I completely believe he does love her in some way, as misguided I, as it is. As misguided as it, yeah, I do believe. Um, I do believe. However, I don't believe that Natalie loves Mike. I... I, you know, you said this 
I used to think she did, but I agree with what you said. I I don't. Do I think she wanted to get to America? Yes. Yes. But, but I think it ended when I, she I, saw his house. That's what I said last week. Yeah, I think I think what you said. I do think she did. I think she didn't know him. I think she loved the idea yep. of Mike. I don't That's think great. she was. I don't think she was saying like, "I want to come to America." It doesn't matter who. I think she was more like, "Oh, because remember, told they, they didn't met. They didn't meet on a dating website. They met through a friend. Yeah, and I think it was like, yes, I met this big." handsome man, man that's, that's going to take me away and have a fabulous life in the wilderness i'm going to be like a uh, um, medicine woman show i love yeah. her i'm gonna be like that have really long hair that i need to cut because i'm too old to have that long of hair God, that's the fucking truth <laughs> her hair's too long so, anyway y'all she is not um, natalie but um, what's her name? Pamela Quinn, medicine woman. Doctor uh, John Jane Seymour, Doctor Quinn. Doctor Quinn, medicine. I wrote Pamela Quinn. <laughs> wow. So hi, this is Pamela Quinn. I'm a medicine woman. This is woman. Pamela Quinn. I'm a physical tech from Staten Island. Um, so he is he is calling Natalie. You guys from a park. She's not answering. They haven't even text. So when your when your wife won't answer, who do you who are you gonna call? Call butter. butter. <laughs> call butter. Um, goes butter. Butter. And he's like, Mom, I just need to process some shit. You know, Natalie said she's at Juliana's, and she's like, Yeah, we had that fight. And she's like, You you guys fight all the time. Right. Yeah. And you she fight does it all, all the time. And y'all, we see how she is pulling the strings yeah, on. Butter all is a puppet master. Butter puppet. Yeah. She even says she does all this on purpose and then she leaves yeah. you alone. She's a snake in the grass. Y'all, the way she makes her son She's feel. She's a scammer. But the way she makes Mike feel like shit about his decisions, yep. he probably has to think. How Pathological. Could I, the reason why he can't accept what she's saying is because, A, he loves Natalie in some weird way. But, B, he's like, am I this big of a yep. piece of shit? Am because I this big of a failure? Like, yes. Yeah. yeah and, yes. and he says he says things like. She turns around and does the most evil stuff. And it's evil. I just want you to think about how does your son feel that his mom's telling him that the person he loved and married is evil? evil shame such shame 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 yes and he even she even says well the minute she gets her work visa and green card she's gone so you need to divorce her ass and send her back and how about this the whole thing is about getting over to america if it wasn't you it'd be another man that wow. was the worst. She wow. basically devalued her son's worth yes. right there. Yes. She basically said, didn't care about you at all. You're this, nothing. You're y'all, a pawn. This was like a fifth act reveal. Yes. Um, next, when we saw how, how disturbing Butter's hold on Mike is. And so. Because I mean, what Natalie is saying a lot Natalie, again, y'all, I say it again. She is one eye blink away from lunacy. <laughs> and I stand by that. She's can be super cuckoo. But 
Most everything she's saying about Mike and his relationship with his mom. Especially about Butter. Mm -hmm. Is dead on. Dead on. Do I think she's a princess? Do I think she probably does nothing and she's not super supportive of Mike? Yeah. Yeah. And, And to me, she is not realistic. She doesn't live in the present. She's only looking for that future life, which is her and, biggest flaw. And I think Mike wants a – I actually think Mike wants a real wife. He does, and he would have been so much better just finding one of these local scream girls. Yes. Um, just maybe they, some, maybe they won't have him. I don't know. Find what's, someone what's in Sequim who enjoys the rain Sequim. in the woods. <laughs> find that person. Um. So anyway – he, the producer asked, what do you think about what your mom says? Like, well, my mom's got her thoughts and, you know, I don't have to listen sometimes. You know, we're going to have our okay. differences. That is not Mike's voice. That's Caesar. Um, okay. Yeah. yeah. That, that is not even Mike um, at all. Um, okay. You're getting hungry and the vodka is kicking in. We need to move <laughs> on. So he says, Natalie is important to me, but I'm going to try to keep working on us. So... But cut ooh. to Natalie at Juliana's house. She's waking up, boobs all a perky. Um, yeah, she wakes up in the morning. Juliana, headband and all, headband ready, headband Russian re- dress. She's bringing her tea on a very fancy tea set, mm-hmm. and she's, you know, yeah. I think we need to do it. Um, All right. Y'all, it's time for another installment of Reality Ace Theater, the Russian. It's time for another episode of Reality Ace Theater, Russian edition. Oh, oh! I, I will be playing role of Juliana. I'll be playing. Natalie, Natalie. And action. Oh, my Natasha, you're so beautiful <laughs> here in morning light. Oh, your boobies look like pierogies. I believe that is Polish, but your boobies look like dumplings overfilling cooks. <laughs> <laughs> um, like um, tiny arctic rats <laughs> we used to have his pets because he was cold very cold in Russia arctic rats kept privates warm this this tea good thank you it's yes so, are you so, uh, it is so sometimes known so as an aphrodisiac in but, Russian culture are you feeling anything in your lower extremities no no my heart is open to you my friend my can friend. I put my head on your bosom oh oh I will lay my sure. headband on it sure 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 that's sure it's fine so tell I, me about I do, I, tell me about hooker gate tell me my, about what make, you said about your hooker one, ways we talk he call me hooker uh, she called me hooker. Mike says, "No, we fight. I can't, I can't take it anymore. I don't want to live there in ski." I will tell you one thing, my beloved. Yes, you do not love Mike. Yes, you need someone who I is. I try so hard. He don't respect me. He take he don't take he, me seriously. No, no. I can't he, do it anymore. He, you need someone who appreciates your femininity. Yes, your your beef stroganoff. I I wear I your, wear the I beef wear. St- 
I wear Asian outfits and make egg roll and socially uh, uh, totally appropriate no. things that he does not appreciate. You do not need men. You need I female friend now. Female friends. Oh, you're, yes. you're hugging me. You're hugging me. Oh, yes. that's very tight, the Ooh, way you hug me. Yes, let me, let me, I will, I will rub my head on you all, beloved. Oh. We have so many things to share oh, together. This is, I this have, is I have Yakov com- Smirnov double album comedy this, we listen to later. Uh, this is, uh, the last time I heard that album, I had sex for the first time with men. Oh, we will change that. Yes, we well, will, we will, we will. Uh, you know, I will say, remember, you have me and that's it. That's all you need. You have Juliana. You're right. You're right. Why are you touching my thigh? Oh, well, you just need to know that is custom in Russia. You're Ukrainian. You don't really know. So this is how two women show they are close together. Okay. Okay. Uh, And I will ask, in the word of Brian Adams... Yes. Have you ever really loved, really, really, really ever loved a woman? Who is this Brian Adams? He folk pop hero in America. I have so much to show you. Do you like headband? How did you get? It my would look pan- good near your vulva. Well, how did you get my panties off? Secret KGB trick. And sing. <laughs> y'all, Juliana's in love with Natalie, y'all. Juliana's in love with Natalie. How much Natalie. more obvious can it be? I, <laughs> I was sc- screaming. I was screaming when she like says, can I hug you? Yeah. She oh. literally lays on her. And you're right. When she says, you have me, that's it. That's all you need. Now... Go get your stuff. Go get your stuff. How can we get you? Yo, now, I, <laughs> I don't know, Julianne. Now, great that she's a lesbian. I do think her headband's on a little too tight. I don't know. I don't know if these are the. <laughs> Juliana's married though, but she's married to a man. But doesn't mean doesn't mean she doesn't like women. Yeah, just saying, y'all. Y'all, she's in love with Natalie. Come I would on, say, say scissor sisters in <laughs> Russian. Come at me. Loshkigonoba. <laughs> I just made that up, but uh, Ooh, and y'all, so she goes with Natalie, and it's look it's amazing again, how much she knew Brian Adams. Uva. Uh, yeah, I'm shocked. Who knew? <laughs> they really both do have their problems. So we're not saying that, like y'all, we've ragged on Natalie. Lot the first season we've ragged on Mike. Like yeah. they're both. We've said we, this before. I don't think they're both winners of people. Neither here. of them need to be with the other. They're no. both. They're both need to do so much work on themselves. There is not a team Mike or team Natalie. There is a team no Mike Natalie relationship, which yeah. I think most of us can get on. The, which get on, but it, it's my heart went out to her in that. I mean, she might be acting for the case. She was an actor, but you could literally see kind of panic. Her getting more and more nervous as they're driving back mm-hmm. to the house, more and more nervous, and she finally gets there. Juliana's waiting in the car. Natalie gets out. She opens the door, and she walks in, and Mike's, Mike's sitting there with a trucker hat. Sitting there with a trucker <laughs> hat, just red face, like he'd had a couple of shots of, of Apple Beam Jim whiskey or whatever it is. <laughs> apple Beam Jim? Or Jim Beam Apple. 
I've never experienced it. It's not that whiskey that's apple flavored. Oh, not a fan. Yeah, I don't Y'all, like fruit fruit with my drinking. Is that a gay, is that a gay criticism? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, that's the show. That's Y'all, all I got. I also need to apologize for me saying I could never finish a milkshake between the, wow. our Facebook group and wow. everything. I the not you were hate, read for. Filth. But people said I finish a milkshake every anytime I want to. You were, and I, and I was just like, "You said you couldn't do it either." I don't remember that. I think <laughs> I think I just wanted you to feel validated. Oh, maybe. so you finish your Sonic milkshake every time, huh? Maybe I didn't. I can't. I have to. I can't, I, I can't lie, either. Can I, I don't lie. know what it is. But you think a milkshake is always to me is a good idea in theory, and I'll have like I four sips, I, and I'm like, I'm done. Oh no! So. I think maybe I did have misunderstood you. I thought it was, I don't let myself finish a milkshake. I'll oh, finish no, milkshake. I just can't. Oh, no, I will drink all of a Brahms hot fudge milkshake. Maybe not a large. I drink your milkshake. I drink yes. it up. Is that what the guy said to you when he come to your belly button? No, that was There Will Be Blood. You know no film. Oh, I we, need to, see, we need to wrap this oh, up. There Will Be Blood looked like a sad movie about angry people. <sighs> no, it's a fantastic film, but that's fine. It's no Phantom Thread, as you had a problem with. Oh, God, that movie's wretched. <laughs> anyway, All right, y'all, that's the show. That's the show. Reality Gaze Podcast, you know the drill. Find us on Instagram at Reality Gaze Podcast, Twitter at Reality Gaze Pod. We're on Cameo. We just mentioned leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, and hey, if you see something funny that we post on Instagram, our sissy Christina works really hard. She, she does. She's really hilarious. Hard, if you, hardest working woman on Instagram. It's true. And if you think that the meme that you just watched this post is funny, just press that little airplane and share that to your Instagram story. Oh, really I love makes, that little airplane. Makes a difference. Sharing is caring. Sharing is swearing. Sharing is sweet. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. All right, everybody. We call these people Lonely Hearts Poodle because aren't we all just Lonely Hearts looking for love in all the wrong places? Yeah, and if you love, like, you don't like necessarily, like, have to love, like, strippers, but you just like strip clubs. Like, that's my favorite thing. I don't like strippers, but I love strip clubs because, like, they give the drinks to the best and, like, you can watch sports in there and stuff. Who cares about Mila? Call us. <laughs> you just ended a show with Who Cares About My Baby? <laughs> That was dark, and I'm here for it. Y'all, we'll see you next week. That's my, that's my move. <laughs>
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 